0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the week in crime and policing with mayo and meso my name is mark de mayo. this is my partner angel masonette we are two retired nypd detectives um and we're here to talk to you about all the stories that made pretty much headline news throughout the past week some of it's uh you know local news here in new york city where we where we live even though he doesn't live in new york city you live all the way he lives uh <laughs> What, my, what do they call that up what do they call it my location god's, nah, country. god's, god's country. country God's, god's right. country that's right that's where he lives all the way upstate God's country <laughs> hello everybody um, yeah so um uh, if you don't remember last Thursday I had uh, we were supposed to do a show angel and I and he banged in at the last minute I took an e day i took an <laughs> something came up <laughs> is everything okay
1: yeah everything's good I just had some personal uh, affairs I needed to attend to and they overlapped with the uh, time of the show, and actually the whole day of the show. So, um, but everything's good, thank God.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you, man. Um, <laughs> doing the show alone is interesting. You should give it yeah. a shot one day, because it's an <laughs> just, hour. Just feeling you know, the, uh, the You thinking the like, how, yeah? Listen, I listen. I could do an hour on stage telling jokes. Um. But for some reason, and these are all stories that I put together kind of sort of like within three or four hours, and I right, try to right, do as right. much reading on them as possible. So sort to of, carry it. But you know what I've, I've, I I always dismiss, and I don't think about it in time, is that I have the people that are in the chat to bounce off of. And it's almost like, yeah. um, you know, it's me, you, and we we have the people in the chat. And each one of them is, is uh, their own personalities, and they add to the show. And it's so great having them. So why don't we say hello to the people that have joined us in the chat tonight? Okay, you can start it off.
1: PJK, good evening. Little Mermaid, hello, darling. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Uh, Ruth Griffin, hello, Ruth. Kim Alliston, hello. Uh, go ahead, pick it up, Mark.
0: Well, uh, what is Louisa said, What does Louisa say? She said, So excited for Mondays with some of my favorite guys, Mark and Angel. Hi, everyone. And when she said, "when when they say hi to everyone," these people that are in the chat, they're friends with each other. Yeah, they, they say hi to each every other. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. nice. And sometimes they have their own show going on in the chat that I'm not even. We're not even aware about. <laughs> Ruth Ann Griffin. She says hello, <laughs> hi Mark and Angel, um, Jojo Joe London, London girl, girl
1: across the pond. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. September 11th stuff. Thank you. Thinking
0: of you. She says hi, Mark and Angel. Time. I'm thinking of the both of you at such a sad time. Yeah, man. You know what's funny about that—that that she brings it up—is just that. Um. Oh, I'll say it in a second. Just let's say hello to Peter Pranzo too. What's up, LT?
1: What's going on? Who else we got? Kathy Bates. Hello, you know, Kathy.
0: London, London girl, Nikki Bella, yeah.
1: Raquel Pranzo. Hello, ma'am. How are you? She hates when I call her that. <laughs> yeah. Hello, beautiful. I don't want the lieutenant to come Oh me. So.
0: Wait, it was their anniversary yesterday. Happy what? anniversary.
1: Oh, God bless. Peter
0: and Raquel Pranzo. Mm. One of the best couples I know and, I, and, and I, I ever met. Beautiful girl, people.
1: Girl Friday. Hello, Nikki Bella.
0: You know what they say? They say, don't forget every, every year. Never I'm forget. Dead. Never mm-hmm. forget. Isn't that Literally. what they say? Never forget. Yeah. So yeah. I work in a building part-time uh well not really part-time full-time i say part-time but uh I, I work a lot i do comedy all this i'm a busy guy man i like to stay busy but anyway keeps you young and beautiful yeah never forget right i worked a double yesterday i worked from like 7 8 30 a.m to like midnight not one person said, on not one person said to me hey man you all right man i know it's 9 11 man and they all know that i was a cop for 20 years <laughs> Never forget. Everybody forgot already. What are you talking about? Not one person. I must have seen 300 people yesterday. All of them knew I was a cop. And not only that, but nobody even mentions it even not knowing I'm a cop. Like, oh, yeah, today's a solemn day. Whatever. We're going to go down. I I didn't hear one person say we're going to go down
1: to the memorial. Nothing. They should make it a uh, federal holiday, right? I mean,
0: I think Well, that would be a day people would. Yeah, that that way they could remember. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Nobody remembers. No, but I'm telling you, man, it's the weirdest thing ever. Never came up once. I had to bring it up. Yeah. From the guy that I was working with.
1: S. Rodriguez. Hey everyone. Angela Gallagher. Hello, all from Texas. The free state of Texas. Yeehaw. Lona McKenzie. Julie La Rosa from Canada. Hello, Julie. Uh, what do we got? Who else?
0: I think the Ted P. What's up, Ted? Follow what is it? Follow the follow the grain in your own wood. <laughs> says i remember yeah that's pretty cool follow the grain in your own wood I, I can't even Randy say fairly. it let alone thing i'm trying to think about what that means follow the grain in your own wood I, and the in only spanish
1: thing- we say cada mono son con su guineo that's what my grandpa used to say
0: oh so that uh, so every monkey for his banana
1: every monkey has their own banana so oh, okay. cada mono con su guineo. yeah everybody's oh, yeah, yeah. their own everybody's their own little world you know
0: look boxing mma 365 Uh-oh. is on the air. Uh, uh, angela gallagher all right yeah i know you guys remember of course you're gonna remember mavi swift because you know swift. we're people with uh we're good people here
1: where's milwaukee civilian
0: uh, not that the other people aren't good people i can understand you don't want to bring it up every single year and have a down day whatever
1: mm-hmm. i get it but
0: you should it said never forget and the reason why it's important to never forget is because our borders are wide open right now and uh Pretty much anybody could come in from any one of the countries that have attacked us in the past. And uh, <laughs> the only thing they're worried about is where they're shipping them off to.
1: Well, the hijackers, uh, um, the nine eleven hijackers used the same loophole that is now affording these people uh, uh, the opportunity to stay in this country. They're taking advantage of the same loophole now. So not to say that everybody crossing the border is a terrorist, to your point. But mm-hmm. they, they uh, exploited the same loophole to stay in this country past their, they overstayed their visas. And then they subsequently
0: uh, Phil- uh committed to terrorism. Go ahead. Phil Philadelphia is the next city, supposedly, that uh Texas is going to be dropping off. Oh, yeah? Migrants too. Yeah. So they're basically. Yeah, they deserve it. Philly, Chicago, Cleveland,
1: Detroit. Chicago took
0: their migrants and they shipped them out to the suburbs. <laughs> Not for nothing. That's awesome. <laughs> that Lori Lightfoot, man. I gotta give it Beatles, to you. She don't she's give real, She a don't real give up she don't fish. give up like she's yeah. a, she's operating in her own she's universe, a universe man. man she really is and she's that's an
1: insult that's an insult to pieces of shit to compare her to them it really is
0: yeah 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 i like listening to her talk man she says some crazy stuff man um, she said
1: uh uh last year she said she would only talk to uh black reporters she wouldn't talk to white reporters remember that
0: yeah well that that cuts it down significantly basically <laughs> You're going to be talking to maybe one, if you're lucky, every other day.
2: <laughs>
1: so uh,
0: that was kind of off the cuff. That's what the show is, Police Off the Cuff, that first bit we just did right now. Not a bit, but it's just talking about that. We, we didn't prepare that at all. But this is something we prepared. New York City police searched for a man who forcibly pushed a 77-year-old lady to the ground. This is what happened, okay? This guy, uh, the guy that you see with the blue uh, sweatshirt, he's... um. You know what? I'll show you the video. I got the video. Why don't we show the video?
1: Let's go to the videotape.
0: Let's go to the videotape. This takes a power oh, Okay, here we go. This is interesting. This isn't so savage, but it could show you what happens even with a harmless act like shoplifting.
2: A brazen shoplifter knocked a 77-year-old woman unconscious while fleeing a Manhattan Barnes and Noble on Saturday getting away with nothing but $35 in Funko Pop toys according to police Store workers spotted the thief snatching two of the popular action figures from the 17th Street retailer near Union Square You see him running right he's p. just running to get out him, but that Pop lady walked in The unidentified elderly victim was entering That's the store blasting. when the fleeing brute smashed into her shoving her to the ground and knocking her unconscious according to police The woman was rushed to Bellevue Hospital, where she is listed in stable condition with a head injury. Police released video footage of the suspect Sunday, saying he fled south in Union Square, then turned east onto East 15.
1: So there's a couple of things, right? Can't hear you, buddy. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, Why wasn't uh, race mentioned in the headline? Because... It was a white woman who was shoved to the ground, and a perpetrator looked like a brown person. Why wasn't the race mentioned? Because whenever a brown person is attacked by a white person, whether it's intentional or by accident, the uh, news media makes it an issue. Can you explain that?
0: Well, what I can tell you is that whenever they don't mention the race... if you got a half a brain in your head, you can almost deduce. Oh, must be a person of color, because <laughs> <laughs> they Because they if they if they're white or Indian or Chinese, they're gonna mention it. Yeah. But this this the reason why it's not a major news story, uh, except for the fact that you know this is um something of the lawlessness with the bail reform and people shoplifting and just feeling like they can go into stores. Now most stores in New York City, especially for some reason, the high end stores. They don't go after – we We showed a video last week, two weeks ago, about that, that security guard that was just standing there like this while they were just running out. He wouldn't even look at it because he didn't want to have to – uh, like, he was just looking over here while they're running out with thousands and thousands of high-end uh, whatever it was. And here it mean, is. Yeah. These things cost $35, bro. This is yeah. what it is. This is what this guy was stealing, right? Mm-hmm. I guess he yeah. sells them in the street. If they're $35 in the store, maybe he gets 20 bucks for them. So I'm these are all kidding. Marvel. These are all Marvel. They, fingers, no, right? no. These are, they, they have a, a different line for each one of right, those. Right, right, right,
1: right, right, Well, I'm so, done. On a side note, I'm done with Marvel. I will never watch another Marvel movie again.
0: But that's All right, that's we'll go into that. that. Well, I'll ask you why in a second. But that's the okay. Marvel ones. And this is like one from uh, Ooh, Toy Story That's Store another 4. one. I won't watch that either. So, Come on, but that's the best. One of the best movies ever made. What are you talking about? You're not going to watch that. Number one was good, but everything after that. Is... Oh yeah, I mean that's it. That's it's, the number one is is beautiful. That's a yeah. that's a well. Beautiful... Listen,
1: Maverick, Top Gun, Maverick was just as good as the original.
0: I it haven't was, seen that. I haven't seen that. Sequels... But now we're going from animation to to uh, Wait, reality. My movie. point is,
1: it was one of the sequels that really lived up to the hype. You know why? Because there was a lot of toxic masculinity and. Love of the United States in Top Gun Maverick, and uh, I gotta check it out. So well. I, I definitely I have to so check well. it
0: out. It wasn't woke, but, but yeah. oh, I sh- so we saw the video. But the thing is, okay, here's my point with the shoplifting. Is just that because we, um, I'm we, like a you dog. Know, squirrel? squirrel. Ev- everybody's getting away with the shoplifting, right? right and it's right. like, what's the big deal? Yeah, you know what's yeah. the big deal, especially this guy, thirty-five bucks. Why are we stopping him? Apparently, Bones and Nobles has a different policy with the security guards. They actually let him do something, so he kind of j- tried to, you know, uh, uh, corral him, dodge him up. He and did the, the meantime, game. he did the Walter Payton. They did like a football play, right, right before the exit. But the <laughs> the only person that got uh, that got hit was the old lady walking was through. Was Gertrude? Was Gertrude yeah, walking? Yeah, yeah. See, and that's the result of somebody shoplifting. That's the result of chaos. That's the result mm-hmm. of. Law enforcement not being able to do their jobs. And even if they do their jobs, they're going to be let go to do it again. So this right. is a result of it. Everybody's like, what's the big deal of shoplifting? Why do we make <laughs> a big deal out of it? We make a big deal out of it because, something like, this could happen. 70- yeah. This lady's walking into a store. She gets blasted.
1: Listen, how many times does shoplifting turn into assault, which turns into a robbery, which turns into something worse, right? Mike Brown you know, in Ferguson, he was shoplifting in the store before he ended up having the encounter with the officer and you know fighting uh, trying to kill the cop and ended up losing so I mean, you it know could always
0: go bad it, it could go very bad very very bad it could go so bad and you never know which side it's going to go bad on because check this out this is Gibson's it's a bakery I'm showing a picture of uh, nice. the front of a bakery Gibson's bakery is located in Ohio um, it's a college town where Oberlin University is now The reason why this is important is because uh, Gibson's Bakery won a settlement for $36 million from Oberlin College. Why? Because three kids came in there one night. Um, They're on the lower left, the shoplifters. What We're on a shoplifter uh, vein right now, talking about that. So (laughs) these three shoplifters on the lower left, they came in there. One person approached the person at the counter with a bottle of wine, tried to get wine was denied because the ID was fake. And then they took uh, some wine on their own and ran out. Well, the boy whose name is, uh, who was the son of the owner. Now, mind you, when I, let's go back to Gibson's. Okay. Just a little history. This is a bakery that's been in that town for over a century. Eight generations of family. Mind you, these people supposedly, I read this in an article somewhere they found their way up north because and they started their business there because uh they wanted to get out of uh, slavery they didn't want no part of it so that's the story well, they moved up
1: they moved up from down south you' we're talking yeah, we're
0: talking about a century ago right Years, they started right? Yeah, this yeah. business like the Civil War. this bakery it's in a small town mm-hmm. if you know anything about college towns this bakery was in charge of supplying Oberlin College with their um all their baked goods now, because of this situation where these three people were um shocking were were shoplifting, what happened was the son who was working behind the red chased them out and wanted the property is that, back.
1: Is that Jack Kevorkian up, up on the right hand corner?
0: It looks like him, but that's probably like the, the oldest living Gibson. Um yeah, Gibson. Mel. Yeah. <laughs> so um but Debbie Gibson. Oh, uh, so uh, what happened was um
1: only here, because they chased Sorry, him out
0: because he chased him outside they uh they tuned him up a little bit they beat him up they threw him to the what? ground they started c- punching him and kicking him the police arrived and they arrested those three people that you see once again on the lower left there what? and they charged him with shoplifting and assault no. and all these other things and um you know if you're the school at this point you have a couple of options one of them is to suspend the kids and tell them to stop shoplifting so they learn of value. Now, mind you, I'm willing to give you these are college students. They shoplift. They, they they have no money up there. They're away from their parents. They go through, you know, like you get you send them 500 bucks to go up there with and they go through that in the first week. And then the rest they of the month. They need money to buy weed. They're man. starving for the rest of the month. Everybody's starving. They buy right? weed, then they get munchies and they have to go to the bakery. It's not it's not, not a the end of the world that you're shoplifting. Okay. Right. Um, but what happens is this school has apparently turned extremely woke. Right? No, so they turn this incident, a the shoplifting college. incident, rather oh. than um, you know suspend the kids for two days and let them go back to school and a slap on the wrist and all this that and the other, they decide that they uh, this was a racial incident because no, because Gibson's Bakery supposedly had a history of racism, which it didn't, by the way. Hmm. During the court case, it came up that uh, Gibson's Bakery has forty has called the police forty times, or forty people have been arrested for shoplifting over their eight freaking generations, and only six of them were was a person of color. What? So they don't have a history of racism. As a matter of fact, some of the people that live in the town up there, um, and their people, persons of color, have worked for Gibson's and have nothing to say good except about the family and how well they treated them. But for some reason, um. The teacher, the professors there, decided to uh, to rally, to rally up the troops, the kids in the school, and they decided to protest, and hand out flyers, and uh, started the, uh, defaming the business, saying it was racist, this, that, and the other. I love it. And there's a lot of little steps that go along with this case, but at the end of the day, um, this lady that's on the uh, lower right there, uh, the bully, oh, Dean. Go what for is her you. name? Her name is Meredith. Uh, Raymundo, she was the dean of students. Listen, I get it. You know, you want to protect your students, this, that, and the other. Um, But she's basically responsible for costing this school $36 million. Now, I never heard of Oberlin College. It's not UCLA. (laughs) $36 million might just be what they have in the coffers. Okay, let's say they have $100 million. What's a coffer? Well the money that they keep all their money in. <laughs> the place Wait. they keep all their money in. <laughs> the money they keep up... all I know like... what a I know what a kafir is. I don't know uh, what a coffer is. A coffer. Okay. You put your money in the coffer. Okay. You never heard of that? No, never. <laughs> Hold it's, on, because we got we got like it's a, a little bit uh, bigger than a coffee can. Let's we got go a on.
1: we got Let's a love go. story going on in the chat. they ain't fucking paying attention to us. They're having right. a love story about Israel and traveling and traveling and all this other shit. They ain't paying attention to us. Let's just stop talking. Let's talk about Traveling to Israel. They don't even care.
0: We're wasting our breath. Who's this? Well, listen, we have a show to put on for all the other people that, that that bother to tune into it, believe it or not. So I can't even tell you. This is one of the stories that makes me giddy. Not only did they have to pay. Oh, look at this.
1: Milwaukee civilian. Oberlin is an elite college that has an endowment of $936 million.
0: Okay. So, well, listen, no matter what, Thirty-six million dollars is still thirty-six million dollars. trade money, had. man. That's money. Yeah, but this, le- you know, what's funny is that these people continue to be hired.
1: <laughs> Can somebody tell her she left her lips at home and she's got to go back and get them?
0: You know, like I said, I get it. They're trying to do the right thing, but it goes. So- you- wait, wait,
1: hold on. What do you get? What is she? How is she trying to do the right thing? If you want to protect your students, you give them a course on how not to be a fucking criminal and go into a family-owned business and fucking shoplift. She wasn't trying to protect the students. She was being a rabble-rousing bitch, and it came back to bite her in the ass.
0: I, believe me, I, I agree with you. What I'm saying is that if you think about it from her point, she's probably trying to protect the students against racism and all this shit. No, but she was completely wrong, and she started a fight. And I read an auto, another another article that these these,
1: brown kids. She's these people
0: go up, uh, these these kids go up there to school, you know, and they're from the the big city, whatever, and they're these uh they're these woke kids, and they, they you know they go to this small town with nothing to do, and of course they want to rabble rouse and get get some shit popping off and start some stuff. It costs.
1: <laughs> She's probably, she probably
0: playing skelsies
1: with them in the street. It costs thirty six
0: million dollars. Playing imagine you had just imagine you had an employee that cost you 36 thousand 36 million dollars
1: <laughs> if one of my employees cost me 36 dollars they're getting fired I don't want to spend pay more than I have
0: to that's a lot of money man for for for, for just the stupidity behind this this could have been so squashed like it woke and go broke they probably if the students would have apologized and wrote a letter to the freaking thing Simply. um yeah they, they would have squashed it
1: that's it that's it
0: well, but listen. It... Everybody wants to declare
1: themselves the savior of the poor, marginalized people of the inner city, right? Everybody, uh, these limousine liberals who leave and go and go in their cars up to their house on the hill. They think that they're going to save. You ever see that show? There's a show on HGTV where there's these uh, uh, like two uh, uh, gay guys. They're white, and they're in Detroit, and they buy like the shittiest houses. On, like, a square block in Detroit, and they flip the houses to sell it back to people in the inner city or in the neighborhood who are black um, to buy them back. And they're saving the neighborhood. And I hate the show because it's like, why don't these people do it themselves? Why do these guys have to come from wherever they come from and buy these houses when people could do it on their own and save their own neighborhood? So it's just, it's, it's, it's all part of this fucking I'm sure there's family. probably people that, it, there
0: that, you know, well, they don't have their the own neighborhood, they're TV doing show. it, but they, they're not white and they can't come into a black neighborhood and start <laughs> fixing houses. I'm sure there's TV plenty show. of people that, yeah. <laughs> uh I love yeah, the girl. Right. Angels saying, sayings are the best. <laughs> the Samuel L. Jackson, the woke never apologizes. Oh, That's shit, true. we got Samuel L. Jackson here. I don't the like woke, I Milwaukee civilian life. Oberlin is so woke they never need an alarm clock. <laughs> 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 you should have heard the doozy that he gave me last week. He gave me a really good one. I forget it now, but uh it was so funny. I gave <laughs> I gave him props for that. Um, so let's let's keep the show going here. What else do we got for you? Yeah, so that to me that story really tickled my fancy. I love that Ooh, story. Oh, I like man. that. It tickled your thirty. Fancy. Yeah, thirty six. I yeah. get giddy when I that because I've been following that story. And, you know, just the fact that this business was almost going under, you know, so many ge- uh, generations it's a, it's, of people, a, a century a of business because of these freaking uh, assholes <laughs> that just want to create lies. And I'm so happy they got to pay. Uh, that's awesome. And, you know, it's funny. You hire that woman. You're going to pay wherever she goes because she hasn't learned a lesson. You're going to pay again. So sometimes
1: sometimes the good guys win. Oh,
0: horror! woman beheaded. In broad daylight on Silicon Valley Street. Wow, this sounds crazy. And uh, in case you didn't hear the story, let's watch the video. We're going to go to the videotape, folks.
1: It's not an actual uh, video of uh, the beheading. Just, just. No, of- no,
0: it's not a. It's not right, that. At you all. scared
1: me. I thought you had a video. I hate watching. No, it.
0: no, this is just the uh, the story behind it. Let's here we go. Here we go grim and very disturbing a man beheaded a woman with a sword on the street in the middle of the day in front of witnesses this happened in san carlos that's just south of san francisco reporter dan Noyes with our bay area sister station spoke exclusively with the victim's grandmother and has this report how
2: you holding up danielle gannon met me outside her home in vallejo today i'm vaccinated and boosted and everything so so i don't know how to do this i'm so sorry She invited me to meet her son, Marty Castro, the father of the victim in yesterday's brutal sword attack, Karina Castro. She was an amazing girl. She's an amazing woman, very stubborn, determined to raise her daughters on her own. Karina was 27 years old, attended Menlo Atherton High School, got her GED, and worked as a DoorDash driver. She left behind seven-year-old and one-year-old girls. She had the youngest with a man now held for her murder, 33-year-old Jose Rafael Solano Landetta. The family says he goes by the name Rafa Solano and that he didn't work. I found rap songs he posted on YouTube. He is a diagnosed schizophrenic on meds, and he would Use that as an excuse for his behavior. He drank excessively, and you're not supposed to do that on those kind of medications. The family confirms what I learned from law enforcement sources yesterday, that Solano had been violent with Karina, and she got a restraining order against him in April, but continued to interact with him. If there's somebody out there abusing your daughter, don't don't let it go. Don't take (laughs) no for an answer. You (laughs) will feel responsible no matter what anyone says. I know. I do too, baby. In the day before the murder, Snapchat messages between the couple got very contentious. I obtained more than a dozen, most with language too explicit to show here. She threatens to tell the world about his rape conviction involving a minor. Rafa calls her snitch lip and warns her, F around and find out. Karina fires back, you want to put a target on my back? Your homie's going to know the real you and threatens to expose his sexual relationship with another man. She adds, dude, go ahead and try and take me out just hours later they had a confrontation in the street outside her apartment her dog and he beheaded her
0: so uh, first of all my (laughs) my first observation is (laughs) the dad right the the mom had a deeper voice than the dad (laughs) (laughs) he's (laughs) upset no I know
1: he's crying he's upset
0: um it's it's a horrible situation mm. domestic violence but listen, th- there was listen that interaction there over the um, snapchat over the text messages it's uh, that oh snapchat whatever it was um yeah
1: it was snapchat yeah
0: that's it it's an interesting scenario because you're saying a lot of stuff there to a person who's crazy that that you know you're in a relationship with like um that's not that's not a good idea, man.
1: So one thing that struck me about what the father was saying was that he says that he blames himself. That if his if your daughter's in an abusive relationship, you know, um, get her out of it. Like, you know, I get his point, but at the end of the but day, how? right? At the end of the how? day, if she's if she decides to be with an abusive man, and you know, you try, it's like it's like an alcoholic, right, or a drug addict. They're not going to get help if they don't want help. So if she's staying with somebody who's abusing her and had a child from this savage um, you know, how's he going to get her so I understand that he's upset and he feels guilty, but in reality um, you know, what could he do? You can't get, you can't, she's a grown woman, 27 years old, but right? you can't get her out of a relationship she wants to be in regardless of how abusive it is.
0: Yeah, I mean there's, there's a huge difference between somebody who has committed an act of violence, done time for it, yeah. and somebody who thinks that they can commit an act of violence or mm-hmm. are tough we place these veneers on each other, you know. I always think about robberies because we used to investigate robberies, and how tough we all are when we leave our house, and then all of a sudden somebody we don't know comes up to us and produces a weapon and, and demands our money, and we, we we what all the toughness is gone. What did Mike Tyson say? Everybody's yeah. got a
1: plan until they get punched in the face.
0: Yeah, I mean. If you know you're dealing with somebody who's freaking a, a psychopath, man. Look what he's uh, got a history look, of it. Look um, at the chat,
1: Little Mermaid. My cousin was shot and killed by her kid's father in front of her house. He was crazy, jealous, abusive, and all that. She left him months before the horrible incident, and he just couldn't take it. I remember that story. It's horrible. I'm sorry that you that your family went through that. It's again, right? I mean, you know, it's, how well, do you get somebody out of that?
0: also, too, it's like when you deal with somebody like that, I don't know if you ever get out of the situation. You All you do is buy time.
1: Especially if you have but a kid bu- together because... Yeah, you you, have you're, you're just
0: basically party. buying time un- and hopefully something happens to them in the meantime. They get arrested or if something takes them out. Of the, they freaking get killed somewhere else, but you don't know what to do because you're scared to death. I'm dealing with a psychopath. Yeah,
1: that's horrible. That's a, a, prob- that's a horrible yeah. story.
0: It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And then... <laughs> You know this guy. It's just it's, yeah, it's it's freaking crazy, man. I I just you so, don't know what um, you're dealing with. You want to deal on that level with those type of people, man.
1: So I saw something. So Samuel L. Jackson says never threaten a schizophrenic who drinks. A great way to stoke paranoia. Yeah, especially if he was drinking and taking meds together. Yeah. Well, that's definitely.
0: what the father said. Yeah. He right. Said, yeah. 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 The father said he was taking a lot of drinks.
1: Right. Right why you gotta fucking make fun of his voice what's
0: the <laughs> matter with you she had a much deeper voice like she was like yeah he was a bad guy like, yeah he was drinking a lot and he shouldn't be drinking all those medicines <laughs> oh my god that's we up. do comedy here man that's, that's a joke if I feel if I'm scared to do it I know it's funny
1: <laughs> you're like oh uh, what's his name Um, the one who got cancelled <laughs> and he just came back
0: the only difference between this show and every other freaking police podcast is the fact that I'm funny. So fuck it, let's do it, man. You got, <laughs> can't be scared. Funny in me and you're funny. So. What are we doing, man? Good combination. Uh, oh, listen. Uh, didn't I talk about this a
1: million times? You did. Louis- you're clairvoyant. Can you tell me? Can you tell me the numbers to the fucking mega? Because you, Louis- you're clairvoyant.
0: I wish I could. I lose every week. I do not even get one number for years. New York City blocks a New York City block hires armed security guards to patrol against drug ridden streets. We're talking about McDougal Street, Fort Street, McDougal and Bleecker, the local community.
1: That's over by uh, Manhattan Bridge, right?
0: No, it's in the West Village.
1: Bleecker, Street, Bleecker and McDougal. Have?
0: That's where that's where all the comedy clubs are. That's where I performed for years. Oh, sorry, I don't I don't watch comedians. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, apparently, the first of all, the, you know, we're talking about that's where uh, Washington Square Park is too. Oh, a lot of drug. We're users talking about there. a lot. You know, twenty four hours a day traffic. People come there. People like, you in know, the they hang out there. It's like Pelosi's district and in San Francisco, it, it's, people it's, um, in the street. The property value there. I mean, I remember I used to do a scene with this uh, lady, who was in my acting class, and she was a professor at um, NYU there. And mm, um, she was woke. She had an apartment right there, look, oh, just basically overlooking Washington Square Park. And I was like, man, this is amazing. This is housing for wait, wait, wait. Prof-
1: How did you get to her apartment?
0: Well, we were doing a scene together. Oh, what kind of scene? Can't, uh, you know, an acting from my acting class. Was it the casting couch scene? No, 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 no. It was fair. Everything was up on the level. She was married. She's a very nice lady. Oh, okay. She's a dancer now. She's still going. Strong. Oh, she's a dancer. Well, no, I'm she dancer. got into ballroom dancing and she's really good at it.
1: You continue. Can't. You keep stop already. Because this You're is a real person home.
0: I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, this value and these people that live there, they all live, they're probably all woke. And now you got to live it. this is this is what you created. This is what you keep voting for. in the street. Yeah. yeah. so um, so they have to hire their own security, which, by the way, costs somewhere in the neighborhood of eighteen thousand dollars a month. Now, it's probably not even that expensive if you spread it out between everybody that lives in the neighborhood, but it's basically just people that own businesses there mm. You know, that they're chipping in a couple of grand a month just to to have this security there. And then the diner that's there, right on the corner of, um, I forget the diner's name. I, I, I go there all the time. It's right on the um, New York Diner. <laughs> um, where is it
1: at? Uh, anyway. I'll say it's owned by a Greek person. Can I just say that? Or, or yeah, or at least it okay. used to be. It it's originally owned was by a Greek or, person.
0: Anyway, they uh, they said it doesn't make a Malaga. difference. You're They're a still constantly dealing with the uh, the crazy people. There's so many. My point is, there's so many crazy people out in the street right now, that these neighborhoods they're gonna start hiring their own security. It's inevitable. It's what I talked about. Let me
1: ask you this: Besides walking around and doing security patrols, armed or not, what the fuck are they gonna do? I mean, if somebody,
0: omnipresence.
1: Okay. Um, There's cops out there. I mean, omnipresence. So what? Well,
0: in the future, as we go forward. And we see the reduction in the size and scope of the police department. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to try to keep all the police department uh, where, where most of the crime happens. And that's mm-hmm. going to be, you You know what I'm talking about, in areas in the Bronx, areas in Yeah, Brooklyn, yeah, targeted areas. Low-income yeah. neighborhoods. And the other people, they're going to have to supply their own security. So part of wherever you live, there's going to be a $50 a month fee for the security company that they hire to patrol your, your neighborhood. That's crazy. That's that's the future. You know, everywhere you're gonna live, there's gonna not only are you gonna have to pay for the apartment, the uh, the mortgage for that, uh, if you have a co-op or a condo, the the maintenance, but the and the maintenance is gonna be including private security that patrols outside.
1: That's crazy. Well don't uh, what uh, Starrett City had their own like little security force, right?
0: They already um, exist all C- over the place.
1: C- what is it? Seagate has their own little police department, co-op city. Has their own police, they, department, they, ex- right? they already
0: exist all over the place. Yeah, it's just yeah, a question yeah. of getting it down to. Um, and what do we do when we do that? We break up neighborhoods, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you can't come through here because you don't live here. And, um, Ryan Look- Investigative Group, Mark, this is no different from when all the restaurant owners on Restaurant Row in Med- Midtown hired the Guardian Angels when all the drug dealers and drug addicts were scaring their clients. It's not. It's not any difference. But this is going to be a permanent solution, though, for a long, long time. The regular way we police, I don't think, is going to be a thing of the future. That's my point.
1: Yeah, no, it's a good point. Because it's true. Yeah.
0: I don't think we're going to have the police department doing patrol. I rarely ever see a footpost anywhere, and I work in Manhattan uh, almost every day. Um, once in a while, you'll see, you'll see a cop on a footpost, but it's rare. Well, they don't have enough manpower. You, you, if you have so
1: the three four on a four to twelve is putting out four sector cars. That's incredible for the three four. That's it's it's ridiculous. So how they you should have, have six at least or seven. Right, and they're putting out uh, four. So how are you going to have cops walking foot posts? They don't have the manpower. And this is all because of these stupid band aids. Um, one of the girls that I'm friends with on Instagram, she's on the job. Um, she's five months pregnant. Uh, she's got three years on the job. She didn't want to take the vaccine. They fired her. She got fired yesterday, or today. Effective today, she got fired because she won't take the vaccine because she's pregnant. They fired her. This Adams is 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 getting. He's continuing with this mandate, right? We had 200 cops two weeks ago. They already got their uh, religious exemptions uh, denied. Um, over 2,500, almost 2,500 cops have left the police department since January 1st this year. Uh, when we got on the job, there were 37,000, 38,000 yeah. cops. It's down to like thirty-two or thirty-one. It, it's not. There's no way that the city can. To your point, there's no way that the city can continue like this. There's no way. There's no way. And it and it and it bothers me when people say, "Well, the cops shouldn't do shit. Just put their blinders on." And that's not why cops take the job. You can't just not do shit. I have my in-laws still live in the in the Bronx. My aunt still lives in the Bronx. I, I got family. My daughter lives in Upper Manhattan. I don't want the cops not to do shit, but they have to back the police and they have to keep the police here and they're
0: not. I I believe that the precincts will still be there. Oh, of course. yeah. The precincts will still be in their area but what will happen is this private security, whenever they apprehend somebody, either they'll call a sector car over or they'll bring them into the station house and then they'll process the arrest there. And uh, all these neighborhoods, they're going to have their own private security. And the only people that are going to be basically policed by the New York City Police Department are going to be the really, really bad neighborhoods. Yeah. And part of that angle is, uh, well, they can't afford their own police. And also, too, you kind of sort of keep them in. You don't let them come out. You enforce the laws and boundary kind of sort of like contain them. Because look at what's happening with uh, congestion pricing. And now you have your own security. Um, if you don't belong in the neighborhood, well, why are you here? Yeah, That's- Do you know what I'm saying?
1: And then then the security is going to be accused of profiling, and then they'll get rid of them. But
0: too. they're only indemnified for a million dollars.
1: Yeah, so so you could get, sue
0: them. They yeah. can shoot you dead, and there each each security officer is only one million dollars. It's the most you'll get. You're paralyzed okay. because you got shot by private security. It's a million dollars. That's it.
1: Wow.
0: That, that's that's, that's I'm just talking shit right now, but that's that's the way I figure no, course, uh, I it's going to go.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, deranged. Upper, Upper west, side west Side machete slasher. This is a woman, by the way, uh, schizophrenic woman, crazy woman. She's finally held on five thousand dollar bail in concierge attack. Five hundred thousand dollar bail. That's the concierge sitting there with a blow to his head. The cop putting applying pressure to his wound. Um, I work as a concierge part time in the city. We mentioned that earlier, and um, it's interesting because you know basically you're like uh you are you know you. You're like a sit and duck there. You're sec- you're security, but you're not security. Uh you gotta make sure that nobody who's sup- not supposed to be in the building is is gonna go and take the elevators up to whatever floor you do know, you know, ahead, you know. Go ahead, go ahead. and I gotta tell you, I stop people almost every day. Wow. My man, where are you going? Oh, I want to use the bathroom. This guy came in and he want to use the bathroom. I'm like- <laughs> I want to take a shit on the 10th floor. So I go to him like this. I'm like, yo, come over here. I said, there's a bathroom right across the street. This is a residential building. There's no bathroom. Just go across the street. I send him to Lenny's, language. But the thing is, is if you're not paying attention, these crazy people, I, this, this is the funniest story. This is the, One of the funniest things I ever did in my life. I could see this guy, he's crazy, right? He's coming and then he comes in the revolving door and I spin the door. Until, it, it's, until it's right in front of me. And the guy goes, yo, could you give me $20? And I'm like, and then, he says, yo, could you give me $20? I said, no. And then I just pushed the door. And then he just kept rolling out. And then he just went out. He just left. The whole thing took one second. Yo, could you give me $20? I said, no. And then I just pushed the door. And he just kept going. He went out. He went on his way. That was it. There was a whole, there's always somebody crazy trying to sneak in the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right. Let's go to the chat for a minute uh, and, and see what's going on over here. A Milwaukee civilian. Why are so many people, where, where did he go? Why are so many people going medieval all of a sudden? When did the sword machete become a weapon of choice for schizophrenics? I don't know. It's a sexy weapon. You're right. Milwaukee civilian. I don't get it, but um, it, it's definitely a weapon of choice. So,
1: Didi, Didi, I just want to acknowledge, Didi shared a story when we were talking about domestic violence. Um, And I just, Didi, I just want to say, you know, condolences. uh, I believe she said that her cousin, uh, I too lost a cousin 25 years ago. Her cousin killed her. Wait, I too too lost a cousin 25 years ago. Her cousin, I, I think she's saying her boyfriend, killed her in front of a priest and then turned the gun on himself, leaving a young child. So I just wanted to acknowledge that because I saw it as we were talking. And Didi, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, That's horrible. It's just horrible stuff.
0: Ted P says, Lou Anamon for mayor.
1: Oh, let me tell you about Anamone. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his daughter went to Fordham University. And he was chief of the Bronx, I believe, at the time.
0: That's a good story.
1: Um, And she was Fordham University. The 4-8 covers Fordham University. Yeah. Uh-huh. So every time there was a wild party, his daughter was there. And we Mm. would go there, we would respond, kids beat up, laying in the street, and she'd be like, My father's chief, my father's chief anemone. I'm gonna call him Mm. and we just fucking leave. We wouldn't even do anything. We'd leave Mm. these four fucking kids in the middle of the street, bloody messes. But let me tell you one thing about that guy, he did not take any shit. When whenever stuff was happening, he would call aviation, canine. Uh, ESU. Anytime there was like people would throw shit off the buildings at us, they, he would have maneuvers. It was crazy. He was he was good. He was a good guy.
0: He's been a frequent guest, and I know New he was just on, he was he was on with Bill recently. Um, I can't think of a better chief of uh, from yeah, the department, especially now. I mean, I know he's he's not the same, you know. Young, you know, it's 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 a tough job. It's like you know, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. the way he was, man, we could but sure. He's... We could sure use that now, man.
1: His daughter saved a lot of uh, former university kids from getting in trouble. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, she's a good kid. She's.
0: Kid. Phil Leo, knives don't jam. That's true. Don't, don't need, need to be rolled. Can roll-y. inflict horrific, uh, rapid, rapid, deadly damage, damage even in untrained civilian. Without Filipina, uh, you uh-huh. know what? I actually took kali, and uh, I'd like to think that oh, I'm proficient. No. I like, I like to think, I, not only Free did I take, lying. not only did I take Kali, but I also took a special lesson with, um, Steven Segal. No, better than, fuck Steven Segal. Hey, this hey, whoa, whoa. This guy. Anybody see ever, Bobby see, Lupo? Yeah, well, in that movie, do you remember Sticks? Yes. The guy who. Anybody uh, know who killed Richie? The guy who, who was Sticks. Get him Those. Sticks, and then he, he breaks the, the Q-tube? Yeah. That's was that, Dan- Monk, that was Monk for Death or Out to Kill? No. Uh,
1: I think it was out to kill.
0: Yeah, well, that guy was Danny Inesanto, and I and I took a course with no, Danny Inesanto. Yes, I yes, I did. You didn't stop. I did I'm Pretty. Couch? You want the casting couch again? I'm pretty proficient in knife fighting. That's all I gotta say. Maybe not now. You're Hispanic, back of course in the day. you are. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I love that stuff, man. You like the shocks? I okay, like boy. I like the intimacy. Boy. I love the intimacy. So you like stabbing,
1: knife. like stabbing people up close?
0: Right in the eye. Look. <laughs> So, so you know who did it? It was Wait, me. And then you hold the like, it, knife. Oh. It's like you know. You ever come out of the bathroom and people go, uh it, you know, like it wasn't me. You ever go into the bathroom and it, and it really smells, but now you still got to go. So you hold it. Now you come out and there's somebody waiting online, line, and they always go, "It wasn't me. It wasn't me." Like, not I. I, I don't do that. I, I look at you right near a guy, just so you know. I just I'm blew the, this bathroom up. I'm the one who did this to you. Remember <laughs> I'm this the one,
1: faith. I'm the one who. Fucking shitted a dead rat out of my ass. Remember this <laughs> face.
0: I'm the one that did this to you. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. All right, out let's go kill. back to Loving the story. girl
1: says it's out to kill. Okay, Yeah, that was a great you. movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was OJ.
1: Ah,
0: Who point, killed LT. Bobby Lupo? Who Where killed Bobby
1: with? Lupo? Anybody seen Richie?
0: Harlem Robber. The man's sex, sex act, act at knife point. Again follows victim into subway. Again,
1: why isn't the race of the attacker and the victim in the headline? Well, they show you his
0: picture at least. Well uh, the twenty three year old victim was baffling to me. And uh it's pretty late. It jammed up this thing, but not only did he rob her, he took her iPhone and her whatnot's whatever money, but then he the earpods, he, de- he took the earpods. Too. Yeah, he demanded a sex act. And uh, this is a, a funny tweet from Tom Verney. Tom Verney's is a, a frequent guest on the show here, not only with me, but with Bill and both of me and Bill and the Pats. Tom Verney on Twitter. What's worse than getting robbed in New York City these days? Getting robbed and sexually assaulted at the same time. And that's uh, Tom Verney's tweet there. And it's he's true. right. I mean, it's like, oh, my God, please just yeah. take this shit. Don't don't. Um, why, yeah. why do we? Why did they actually? A... Did he actually get to assault sexually
1: assault her, or he just tried to?
0: I think I think it, they had to go through the whole deal. Oh, shit, that's okay. Look at what is, Harlem Robert Demand sex act. Uh,
1: at night point, then follows victim. No, so he demanded it and then followed her.
0: Oh, was, okay. I'll I hope I fucking, hope not. I was sorry.
1: reading the fucking article. Why'd you take? Okay,
0: it? go ahead. I'm sorry. Twenty-three-year-old
1: realize... victim was walking. See, every... but that
0: little thing in the corner. See, that's what I put together What's on a pick stitch. But I, I, I didn't realize the whole thing didn't go through on the left. Oh jeez,
1: we need we need a Yeah, but car. see, now here's the problem. The
0: you know what happens? We start going back into the city. Look at the picture there of the perp, and now you see the perp walking alongside the victim. Now this is uh, underneath a, um, a construction a, overhang. Yeah, yeah, and. She's walking, he catches up to them, they start talking. So my point is this, is like you can't even be in a situation in New York City at a certain hour anymore and just walk. The one thing that New York City is so beautiful about is that, you know, there's so many things going on late night. If you don't want to take the bus, you could take a cab. If you don't want to take a cab, you could walk across town. And now you can't do that. There's so many savages. Savages. There's
1: too many savages in the city now. Too many savages.
0: All right. Here's, this is a crazy story. Whoa, Las, whoa, whoa. What's on your mind? Look, Las that, Vegas that official. Of,
1: that guy's got a lot of shit on his mind.
0: He <laughs> got a big big skull. <laughs> Las Vegas official of uh, accused of killing reporter will remain in office and get paid. So the guy in the bottom left, right? He's a Las Vegas official. He has something to do with property. So if you have a piece of property and uh, it's in escrow or, you know, the, the decision's not made or who's going to be the future owner of it, this guy was voted into office. As, you know why? Why? Because he, he could keep a lot
1: of files up in his head. He yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't need doesn't a computer. He a filing system. He yeah. has it right up there. In Old his, school. In his large fucking cranium. Go ahead.
0: Remember, remember, uh, if you used to play the number back in the day, the number guy, if he was really good, he never would write the number down. He just yeah. knew what your number was.
1: <laughs> that guy you looks what what like the zoo from the fucking yeah, yeah,
0: stuff. yeah. But <laughs> the story gets so much better. So, what happens is, um, there's a reporter I had, a, I forgot to put the picture of him, but he's doing a story on he, he basically does stories on corruption in, in Las Vegas, wherever he is. But he was doing a story on this man in the lower left. About um, an affair that he had with uh, one of his employees, and that story was also leading into some other type of corruption. So this guy, unbeknownst to the reporter, was also a ninja, and that's him in his ninja that's costume. Not, that, that's no, not that's, a
1: ninja costume. That's well, um, from from uh, what is it? A uh, uh, finish him? What is that? Uh, Mortal Kombat. That's the. Um,
0: that's yeah, a Mortal Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah. He's got a, a red, it almost looks like, uh, like a construction jersey shirt. He's like a Japanese it's, it's more than rice, a vest. Field,
1: rice field worker that turns into like a yeah. deadly assassin.
0: He's got that rice field worker hat on, that one that's made out of, uh what is that, a bamboo, a bamboo hat. And then he's got these uh, these black pants. And uh, that's the outfit that he wore when he oh. went to the guy's house and stabbed him right in the chest for writing he, that article about him. And he him. killed him. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. What make you fun yeah, yeah. the guy's head and he killed somebody? My well, man. no, he's
0: guilty. No, that's not the guy dead. That's the guy who killed him. The guy with I know, the big but head. that's what
1: I'm saying. It's still like we're, it's not the point of the story, even though he has an abnormally huge head. head How did strong. he
0: find? That's a lot of bamboo to fit over that head, right? That was actually a, a patio extra, umbrella. That's a like, patio
1: umbrella that he converted into a fucking hat. When
0: you order that hat, that bamboo hat on Amazon, you have to order the double X. If you, well, no, that big. you
1: can't <laughs> order the one size fits all.
0: No, no, you got to get the double <laughs> X.
1: <laughs> Before Holy we go shit. into
0: our st- final stories, let's uh, take a look at the chat again. Uh, there goes Peter Prenzo. He said the guy was headstrong. <laughs> And he also mentions that the guy looks like the guy from Kung Fu. He does look like the guy from Kung oh, Fu. Oh, that's right. What? David Keith, Carradine. Keith
1: Carradine. Oh, David Carradine. Yeah, yeah. Was
0: it David? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was David Carradine. Like a, a Ra-
1: Raquel Pronzo. I had an Easter hat like that. You had an Easter <laughs> bonnet <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's true. You wore it to bulbous. the Kentucky
0: Derby. She wore it to the Kentucky Derby. Milwaukee Civilian says oh, bulbous. Oh, Patty a bulbous. Patty. Bulbous cranium. you guys snake. are killing me. <laughs> Lorna McKenzie can't have uh couldn't have stood out any more than he did right you think so but this is uh well that's in that's in vegas you're right in new york that's a uh, part for the course but phil leo uh jamie always had a blade or at least for a seatbelt cutting for emergency and vehicle uh you know what's funny about cops there's always one cop that has the whole. You know that freaking knife that has every single thing. Yeah, on yeah, ever. the
1: the, the, the uh, Swiss Army knife thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, there's the always leather one. Man, the leather man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's always a guy. He's got the extra leather man.
1: He has the five eleven, the five eleven pants on.
0: Uh, the yeah,
1: yeah, man. Uh, he's got a tactical five eleven shirt on. Yeah. Um. He has an extra cuff key on his necklace, just in case he gets I had hostage.
0: that. Well, I had the extra <laughs> cuff key just so uh, I didn't have to dig into my. Uh, I, I, I'll just take it off and use my my shield and my cuff key. <laughs> Do you remember when you were a kid
1: and you walked in front of the television, or you stayed in front, of, stood in front of the television, and your mom or your dad would smack you and tell you to move, right, because you were uh-huh. blocking the TV? Yeah, could yeah. You yeah. Imagine, could you imagine that motherfucker when he was a kid? He probably blocked like the whole fucking living room. Oh with yeah, his head. forget it. Like uh, what like, was that? I married an axe murderer. Remember? He'd move your head. You're blocking the television. You look but like the, an You know, the two funny two. thing
0: is, is look, c- can you imagine who lost this that election was
1: my <laughs> my that's
0: the guy, guy who won? Well, I could tell you who lost. They should put a picture when you vote for somebody, lost. they should put a picture of the person. <laughs> Shouldn't they? That guy I never was thought of, of that. When you go into the a that lot guy of times, was, was ahead of the game, man.
1: He was heads listen, heads and shoulders above the rest of the when game when I
0: go vote. A lot of times I don't know who I'm voting for. I'm just like picking. I would like to see a picture of the person. Why can't they show me a picture of the person? What do you mean? Oh, you mean when you're voting? Yeah. like I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Somebody voted for this guy. Did I'm they sure see he, his I'm head? I'm sure they know what he looks what did the other person look like? They were probably that afraid to do. If I were to look at that, guy, that, that guy's head, I'm not voting for him. That guy knows too
1: much. Do you remember when people would come to the door when you would get a call from an EDP and they would come to the door with aluminum foil on their head? You yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine that guy. He would have to use a whole fucking box of Reynolds Wrap to cover that fucking head. And listen, I'm 6'5". I got a huge head. That guy has me beat. I don't know how tall he is, but his fucking head is huge.
0: Phil Leo said, I also had a Leatherman. <laughs> Guys with tease about, and but always borrowed it. It's true, man. There was always some guy, and you know what? There was always some guy that had the uh, slim jim, you know, to 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 get you out of the car. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
0: Somebody yeah. always had that. Like the what was that called? The uh, slim jim. You said it. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah, to slim get jim. to unlock you. You can't use that shit now. Look at
1: Kathy Bates what she says. Listen, this is monumental. We should get a drum roll. <laughs> Kathy Bates, Fy Angel, I voted my first Republican primary last week. Welcome, 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 welcome.
0: The pictures would help, man.
1: Welcome to the good guys. I just want to make sure you're voting. Listen, I want to show you something. Somebody's talking about your
0: voting. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Am I voting? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Your voting attitude scares me. We gotta come to a close here. Listen, on a sad note, uh, fuck, this sucks. This guy, um, is a pitcher turned cop, dies on his way to a nine eleven memorial. His name was Vavaro, and he yeah he pitched for hold on a second I got it all here
1: the Braves the Red Sox and the Seattle Mariners
0: three teams six years he pitched it wasn't Mm -hmm. uh he wasn't like some guy who just came up for a cup of coffee
1: no yeah Braves Red Sox that's that's baseball
0: talk by the way yeah so uh, here's a little bit about him so you can see him pitch and you can see man this guy was the real deal he was a really good pitcher man he made it to the pros he pitched for six years. Uh, this is him. Um, I think 2011. And look at him. Watch him. How beautiful he is, man. His
2: numbers from Gwinnett. An excellent ERA, and better than a strikeout. For he went to
0: St. John's. Yeah, he went to St. John's University.
2: Island, it's it. from Staten Island. It's all right. uh, Two
1: outs.
0: Nice delivery. Strike. Good.
2: That's the third strike to Gomes and that ends the bottom of the 6th inning. Two runs across for the nation. Right.
0: <clears throat> Another strikeout. This kid's good, man. He pitched 6 years.
1: That's so horrible. That's a horrible thing. He was on his way to um he, he retired. He retired. Yeah, he was he was on his way to the 9/11 memorial to do security and a wrong way driver who was also killed. Hit him right outside the Holland Tunnel, on the approach to the Holland Tunnel. Killed him.
0: Yeah, He was he a uh, wife and three kids. He was a Port Authority cop. That's horrible, man. Horrible and um, he retired in 2016 to become yeah. a, 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 a cop. That's what he wanted to Imagine doing the two things you always wanted to do in your life. This guy oh, was you. able to, uh, to become a professional pitcher, Anthony Varvaro. In the major leagues you know how hard it is man my son was a pitcher man i always thought he was going to be to make it into the pros but um so this guy made it man and he played he was a real deal man six years in the pros and um then he became a port authority cop and he was on his way to the 911 memorial where like you said he was hit another car and um he rests in peace, man. Sounds like a yeah, really, man. really good dude to, to be able to do both of those things, experience both of those things. Yeah. You know, because usually it's one or the other. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to be able to do both is, is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, he did.
1: He did. I'm sorry. Kathy Bates. Yes, he did pitch for the Red Sox. Yep. That was his second team. His second team he pitched for. The
0: Braves, one. the Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox, and the Mariners, like you said, mm-hmm. he pitched for. Mm-hmm. so yeah he retired in 2016 so he was a port authority cop for like six years and uh, may he rest in peace sounds like a really really good dude Horrible. um well what else we got for you before we say goodbye let's just uh I, I was on the show we were talking about uh this came up dan feigelbaum i went to the academy with him we used to uh commute together in the and in, in the cars I used to do one week he do another this kid, uh, other kid, kid uh, Chris used to do the other and he passed away and I just want to say rest in peace
1: rest in peace yeah uh, he went
0: out to be a Suffolk County police yeah. to, he it wasn't even a cop for a year maybe maybe yeah. a year a year and a half before uh, NYPD before he went to Suffolk County so yeah. uh what a shame man my heart he goes out detective. to his family yeah. I knew his wife. I went to college with his wife. Uh, when I say college, I mean community college. Yeah. Thirteenth grade. Thirteenth grade. Yeah, that's the police. Yeah, department. listen. I police
1: department is thirteenth
0: grade. Not too many people, man. Not too. Uh, not too many people did <laughs> what I did. I spent five years in a two-year college. Five years I, in a two-year college, and I didn't graduate. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> Well, anyway, folks, uh, let's say goodbye to the people in the chat. Which one is that? This is Brando. Hi, Brando. That's Brando. Hi, Brando. Oh, Brando misses boy. daddy right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to take him out.
0: So Ruth and Griffin, um, thank you so much. Oh, before also, too, before we go into the chat and say goodbye to people in the chat, um, you know, yesterday was 9-11, and I yeah. told you. Uh, I was joking around about people forgot. Uh, we all know the people in the chat, the people that pay attention to the show haven't forgotten. If you lost a loved one during nine eleven, our hearts go out to you. Um, and this is, if they died during nine eleven on that day, or if they had a pre, uh, they got a, a condition that took them out at a later time. Because there's a lot of those people too, that have passed away from cancer. Uh,
1: Four thousand people have died from nine eleven related illnesses since that day. And we lost three thousand that day. So the the amount of people who have died after the fact has actually surpassed the amount that were killed on that day. So, um, and it's continuing. It's continuing. One thing I could say, I'd like to give Kathy Hochul her props, which I never do. She extended the uh, uh, time to sign up for the 9/11 victims' compensation uh, till 2026. It was supposed to expire on September 22nd of this year. So shout out to her for doing that. That was a good thing.
0: Yeah, she also is getting rid of a lot of the mandates, uh nine um COVID mandates. Yeah. I mean, is it a coincidence that you know they're loosening up the tightening uh, the, the yeah. strings right now, right before right. the November election yeah. and she's the cool person. They just got rid of the uh the subway mandate where you have to wear a mask. They're getting rid of all these mandates here well, and there. <clears throat> but they didn't get rid of the one that you mentioned the most, which was the freaking firing cops for not getting That's the right. shot.
1: That's right. There's a video of a fireman really quick um, uh, screaming about how he could run into burning buildings but couldn't eat at uh, restaurants in the city. It was pretty poignant. If you Google that, you'll you'll find it. It's pretty good stuff. Bendiciones, love you guys. Thanks for tuning
0: in. That's all I got. All right. Well, anyway, we'll say just goodbye to Ruth Ann Griffin, Raquel Apronzo, Heather whatever. I like that name. Kathy Bates and Axel. William M. Boxing MMA 365. Lieutenant Pete, thank you. Our friend Milwaukee civilian, Kim yep. Alliston.
1: Everybody. Lorna McKenzie, Heather, Terry Kerry McSweeney. Everybody.
0: Thank Demi you so much. KW, a lot of people, man. Thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us tonight and sitting in with us, and I hope you had fun. D.D.J.W. JW, all these people. This is cool, man. I really yep. enjoyed doing this for you guys. And we'll be back. Angel and I will be back um, next Monday night. 6 p.m. is going to be our our new time because uh, Monday Night Football. And I'm hoping to put together a show with uh, myself and uh, 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 one of the best comedians ever, uh, John Marooney, who's law enforcement now, for this Thursday. So we're going to uh, see if we can rope him in. I talked to him about it. He sounds like he's uh, ready to go. So uh, I'll be on this Thursday, hopefully, with a show with John Marooney. And we'll hear what's going on. He's a a cop up by you, by Upstate now. Okay. But he is a very famous comedian. All right. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much. I had a great time. Angel, all the best.
1: Adios. You too, bro. And
0: uh, let's, let's enjoy Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. Bye, everybody. Peace.